said you weren't here for the last year. For the last year? Last year. Oh, yeah. You were not. It was before Purim. Uh, you know that? This is how we're starting now. Restarting now. Yeah. After eight I months. Know. You, you told, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know when did it finish. I didn't know when, when was the last one. Right. So here we are. So I have to bring you up to date. We're in the parasha of the middle of Parashat Vayeshev. And we're in the story of Yehuda and Tamar. So I'm going to try to... Uh, Let's see if I could summarize what's necessary. Pekitzanimus. Up to Pasuk, up to Pasuk Yud Gimel. Vayugad summer Lemar. After an eight month break. Right in the middle of this Pasha. But uh, let, me, let me summarize what the last year was. Which is, which is important a little bit for this year. So it goes like this. We know the story. Yehuda said that Shayla is going to grow up and that he's going to give her to Tamar. But then, in Pasuket Beis, as a long time goes on, and he doesn't, he doesn't give her to Tamar. Instead, we, the story, the scene moves to a sheep shearing. Jesus at same. And that's where, that's where the next part of the story happens. So, so not like this. There's two other parashiyas that are related to this one. There's more than that, but there's two for the, that relate to the sheep sharing and the question of who, and, and a question of who becomes king. Meaning the whole parish over here, is, is the, the, the climax of the parish is the birth of Peretz and Zerach, which is, the whole focus of this um, story is because Yehuda, the kings are going to come from Yehuda. That's why there's a whole story. That's why there's a focus about the, the family of Yehuda. So there's other two other stories where there's a, a sheep shearing and a question of who's the king. One of them is when there's the upstart king David, who's still on the run from Shaul, and Novel says, "I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you food and drink." A lot of slaves. He said, which is a reference to parrots. Rabu Avodim Hamasparzim Mishimpani Adoinov, I'm not going to give you my food. And this was when there was a Gziza Satsain. And he's basically telling David that he's not the king. And there the story goes that love that Novel was drunk, he had a Mishta Kemishta Hamelach, he was Shikra and and he died. The whole story. Okay. That's one Gziza Satsain where there's this um, question, who's the king? And another one is in Shmuel, where um, after Amnon raped Tamar, it's another connection to the story, it's Tamar. There, Tamar raised the son as which brings us back to Yasef, but that doesn't matter for now. Um, so Amnon, who was the firstborn of David, and therefore, presumably, the, uh, the heir to the throne, so Avshalom, this is in Shmuel Bey's Perek Tesvav. Earlier, perhaps. Shmuel Bey's Perek um, Yud Gimel. So Avshalom lures Amnon to come to him with him to the sheep sharing. 
And there, when Amnon is drunk, he assassinates, he has his people kill Amnon. And that's the beginning of Avshalom's play for the throne, because he gets Amnon out of the way, who's the Bechar. And, and that, and, and that sets, puts him in place to, to make, a, to make a, a play on the, on the kingdom, which he does. So in these two stories, there's a sheep sharing and a question of who's the king. Of, so in the story of Novel, David's the king, the story of Avshalom, um, Avshalom's the king. And both stories, notably, the, the person who's not the, who's not the king is drunk. Right? Novel is drunk. He's And when Amna is drunk, he killed, just to note that. Okay, so this we spoke last time. I'm trying to just let me, I want to just be a cat to this. That um, Shayla, the time, Shayla grew older, okay? But there's a lot of death going on in the family because his two brothers died. And as a Pasuk says, says that Bashua died. Bashua died. Um, let's see if we could say this for kids there. Okay, I'm going to say his mom's Pekitza. It's no, there's no way to go through all of this. You weren't here, but let me just let me just say Pekitza with Atharias. Basically, basically what's happening by the sheep shearing that's coming up in this story is that now there's going to be a bearer who's Roy to be king. Okay, why is that? Because what we see in Mishle, and, and it also gets back to the novel stories, um, is that you need a king and his mishpat. To know who's a good person and who's a bad person depends on mishpat. That's Pesukim in Yishaya. The Pesukim in Yishaya talk about Hain Litzedek, Yimloch Melech. Um, and it talks in Yishaya about you cannot know who's a novel and who's a nodiv unless there's a king. That means you need a king with his rules of mishpat to know what's just. If there's no, if there's no mishpat, if there's no cle- clear rules of society, then everyone could say, I'm doing, I'm doing the right thing. You need to have someone who's setting up the standard, and that's the Melech does. Okay? Okay, that was one point. The other point was Bashua. Ashua means a nodiv. It's also in Shai over there. So, um, okay, that's number one. And Novel, Avigail said to David, he really is a novel, like his name. Novel who, Novel Shmoy. Don't think that he's a nodiv. So the question, and that's because David wasn't yet a king. So basically, you need a king and his mishpat to determine who's the real nodiv. Who's the real nodiv? The, the decision, the figuring out who's a king happens by the Gizizitz Atzayim, for whatever reason. And um, in this story, Yehuda, by the Gizizitz Atzayim, he lived up to being a king. Why? Because he did things B'Tzedek and Mishpat. He said, Tzadkami Meni, and he sent to the Gedi, and he did everything by the book. So the idea is Yehuda is becoming the king. So Shela grew up. Okay, so maybe Shela should marry Tamar. Well, let's see what's going to happen by the Gizit Satsayin. Who's going to be, the, just like the other Gizit Satsayin, there's a competition. Who's the right one? So it's over here. Okay, that's what, that was the last year, basically. Okay, and now we're ready to start. Okay, now we're ready to move on. Let's go to Pasuk. Yud Gemon. Ayugad l'samar leymar hinei chamich oila simnasa logos tzayin. So we learned in the last Pasuk that Yehuda was going up to Timna. And here the Pasuk says, Tamar was told, she was told that he's going up. Which, if you think about it, this whole Pasuk, you could have done without this whole Pasuk, really. Right? The last Pasuk says, Yehuda's going up. Okay, so Tamar then did X, Y, Z. But Tamar, first of all, is to find out about that. 
Right, right. So she has to find out. But um, the fact that it says, and she was told, I think, is mashma, that um, it's significant. Um, not, that's not just merely a way of, I don't think that's merely a way of saying she knew about this, which probably, it shouldn't be a secret, right? He's doing this. Vatokam Tomar, you could say Vatokam Tomar Vatosai, right? Which you'd understand as a response to that. You need, a, you need a connecting thing, something like Vatokam, I would think. Right? Or Vatera Tomar. Yeah, or Vatera Tomar. No, it sounds that it is just, you know, the mere fact that that, 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 that is the beginning of the plot. Yeah, I'm not so sure because that I'm not sure because the fact that it repeats, Tomar was told, quote, Right? It sounds like she found out something that's... Or, may, or, may, or, or it suggests that maybe she kept track. She kept... Track. What you do. What right. Way about yeah. Okay. That could be. On. Right. Okay. So I would suggest a little more than that. Which, right. That's, that's for sure part of that. That um, also we have later in the story, we have Yehuda finds out something about Toma. Right? That's in Pasuk. In... Um, in Pasuk Chavdalet, Vayugad Yehuda, the summer, something about, right, about her. So I think the idea is like this. Um, Yehuda, as the Pasuk says, he's misnachim. And he's misnachim and he goes to the sheep sharing with his friend. And as uh, we spoke about this last time, and Yosef B'chashor says this, and, and uh, Ravon Ben Rambam, the sheep sharing is a yomtif, like we find by Novel and like we find by Afshalom. They tell to those two stories, sheep sharing is a big holiday. So Yehuda, and you go there with your friends, and it's a big party. So Yehuda, who's misnachim, and he goes with his friend. So he's going to party. This is after his wife died, and his two sons died. So he's misnachim, as the Pasuk makes the point. But meanwhile, she is, was given the command to stay with Big Day Amonusa. So there's something not fair and incongruous, un right? So she hears, she found out that Yehuda is doing something, which is like a betrayal of her. Here he's going... You know, he's passed everything, but she's supposed to stay behind. So she's going to take matters into, or she's going to do something about it. So similar to the Vayuga Dehuda, he was told that she breached their agreement of she's supposed to stay in Amana. So this Vayuga, she found out that Yehuda did something which is, from her perspective, wrong and, and, and not consistent with the way she's expected to act. So that's the point of stressing, oh, she found out what Yehuda was doing. Because it was like something that was... Just about the contrast. The contrast to what? To you, I mean. Yeah, not just the contrast. It's that it's that it was wrong to her. It was wrong that here he's going and doing this, but he's leaving you behind in your big deal monus, and he's not dealing with he's not yeah, dealing so with your sadness. He's leaving you in mourning while he's go. He's past his mourning. So what is the importance? What is the significance about the fact that she was being told? Okay, so I think the point when we stress why, that she was told. Why can't we skip this? Right, because I think this, by, by noting that she was told is that she found out something which was personal to her. It's not just that she knew a piece of information that she could act on. That, that maybe I don't think would require a Tomer was told and to repeat the effect. By saying Tomer was told that, it's like, it's like Lamash, like a little Russian horror. Like, oh, Tomer found out this thing which is offensive and personal to her. By stressing the, the repeat, she found it out, it's like something that Yehuda would have wanted her not to know, as it were. Because here he's doing something. Here he just told her to stay at Amana, bye. And then he's going in Znachem and things. So, oh, she found out that he did it. And she, as it were, took offense. Or she's like, this is not, 
she didn't she wouldn't accept that so by by saying by you god it's not just saying now that okay she knew something that she'd act upon clearly she's acting upon it could just say or something mm, that makes some emotional personal impression yeah but it's right experience right know? right and and that's and that's and that's the point over here it's 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 by saying she found this out it's pointing to the difference between what he was doing and the way she was expected to be and and that makes you understand um how what she's doing is a response to that and how there's something wrong there's something wrong over here like the tzadkami mani which we'll get what, exactly what that was but that there was some there was something wrong with the way with the way things were in the beginning because here he's doing one thing and she's not being given the ability to do what he's doing so that's by you guys it brings out that like she was told that uh something's unfair is happening that's what i think and it's similar to the by yehuda but she was told that she's not behaving so then, the, then the stress. But you uh, himself is some kind of commitment to tomorrow, or just the no. Sense, the sense of you there is the commitment to tomorrow. Yeah, or, or what? Meaning well, he's the one who told the Shvi Amana, so he's telling her to stay in mourning while he's doing the opposite. That's the point, because he didn't give her an out, right? He told the Shvi Amana, "Adi Yigdal Sheila, Bayir Bahayanim," and like the pasuk says, Sheila grew up. And he himself, yeah, right. Yeah. He himself has passed the, the all the dead people, and he's moving on. It is the point of Yimon. So either either she is to get married with Sheila, or Sheila is to be hoyless. Yeah, right. But I'm saying, but specifically the the idea of that she's staying in the state of Almonas and the big day Almonas, which the, that's the next circum stress. You know, she's wearing the clothing in the morning, and he, and that's 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 the point over here. It's like the the, the state of being an Almona is going on for longer than it has to. As you, as you see from Yehuda, who got past his state of al al, al I don't know what you call it. Okay, fine. So now that's why the next pasuk is a stress. Okay, here he's going to a party. He's being this nachem. So she, so she, the the first thing is, she removes her clothing of widowhood. Okay. And then this vatosar you have after she did the whole story in pasuk yotes. She right? So she took off the big Almonus and then she put on the tzif. She covered herself with the tzif, and when she finished the story, she removed the tzif. Okay. Now, The other person in the Torah, and the only other place where the word occurs, besides for this story, one more time, is by Rivka, who covered herself with a tzif. Okay, just to point it out, and we'll get back. Why did she cover herself with a tzayf? What is her what is her objective here? And what does Vatis Aleph mean? We'll have to wait for next time. But what is her objective to cover? What, what was she trying to do here? And Bacha, what was her intention with this whole? Well, to make you not recognize Okay, uh, that's what you think. We'll see. We'll this see. This is the simple way to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except there's a big problem with that. Which that if you that I, I never understood the story till tonight. Because I think you're assuming that Tamar was trying to entrap him as a Zayna. Which to me, I never understood that, because, and to get pregnant. So that's counting on a lot of things going right. I don't know if to get pregnant, but because... Okay, Alohan, maybe something else. No, so, Alohan Dick Manners, Alohan is speaking, Yogan Kainan. Right, but I mean to say the story came out because she got pregnant and the whole thing. Okay, maybe something else, maybe she didn't have, that didn't have to happen that way. Okay, but she was assuming that Yehuda is going to see her and, and think she's a Zayna and therefore say Havana. Okay, I mean that's a lot of, it's banking on a lot of things happening. It's very strange to me. Okay, she, she's one shot to, to try. Good, she, fine. 
We'll see. We'll see. She played all of yeah, the yeah, cards. Yeah, could be, could be. We shall see that 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 that, that shot is. There's a different shot over here based on the next part. But first, before we get to that, so we have to talk about what this aleph. That's going to have to wait. What does that mean and what the significance is? Well, let's talk about the next few words. Batesha befesach enayim. She she sat. But Pesach Enayim. So what does that mean? So the Ebenezer says Enayim, and this is one man number the measure. It says Enayim is the name of a city. And I'm going to show you where, where that's borne out, how that seems to be correct. Because look and say for Yeshua. Well, you don't have to look, I'll, I'll tell you, you'll hear it. And say for Yeshua, we have the cities of Yehuda. In the Shvela was Eshtoil, Tzara, Ashna, Zanoach, Enganim, Tapuach, and Ha'enon and Ha'enon. Okay? So Tzara, Eshtoil, and a few other ones, and Ha'enon. That's in the Nachl of Yehuda. The Nachl of Don, Perikites, is Tzara, Eshtoil, and Timna. Okay? And by the way, this we spoke about in the previous show in this parasha, that the story of Shimshin, who's been Tzara ben Eshtol, and in Timno, there's a lot of parallels to, um, to our story. Vayar Shom, and we'll get to them later, okay? There it says, you, you, um, Shimshin went down to Timno, and here the passage says Yehuda went up to Timno, which the Medjah makes a big deal out of that. Um, but anyway, so we have in the Menachna of Don, which is adjacent to Yehuda, we have Tzara Eshtoil and Timna. And Yehuda is Tzara Eshtoil and a place called Ha'enam. So it would seem that this is the name of a city, Pesach Enaim. She, she stayed like that Mandam of the Medrash. She, she sat she status off on the pe, in the Pesach of the city called Enaim. They're called Ha'enam. And um, that city, or the Pesach to that city, was on the road to Timna. Now the Rashbam says, no, it can't be the name of the city, because his look in Pesach of Aleph says, Bo'inayim. With the um, definite article, Bo'inayim is the. He says, if it's the name of a city, how could it take a the? But really, in Sefi Yeshua, it's called Ha'enam, which suggests that it was the name of a city, but perhaps it was so-called because there was an ayin, there was a, a spring, or maybe two springs. So the name of the city was Enayim, or Enam, but it could also be called Ha'enam. Because it's the springs. It's the city called the springs. Are there cities called the something? <laughs> but uh, you could imagine, right? Right? Okay. Fine. Akaponim, that's what it seems. So Pesachinai means like this. There is a name of a city, which is a modern city, called Rosh Ha'ayim. Right. Which is based on the there same. There you go. The same right. Language. Right. There's a lot of springs in that place. Right. It's not Rosh in the city, it's next to right. the city. There you go. Yeah, so Rosh Hanikra, I mean, you have yeah, something ha, but an adjective of the rapid ayin, right? Right, right, right. So, so Pesach Enayim, according to this Medrash and according to Benezer, and based on the, the Pesukim in Yeshua, that it would seem that she was in a city called Enayim. And, and the reason why she went there, why'd she go there? Very simply. He's going to Timna. She wants to get him. She doesn't have to go all the way to Timna. She can get him on the way to Timna. But she's not just going to go sit on the road. There was a city called Enaim, and the Pesach of that city was on the road. So that's the place. That's the place for her to wait for you. Okay. 
Good. Next pasuk, and then we'll get back to Vatachas, what her intention was. Vayireha Yehuda, vayachshaveha lezayna. So first, I want to point out that this Vayireha Yehuda is like in pasuk base. It says Vayar Shom Yehuda Bas Ishknani, which we spoke about it then. That like 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 the Ramban says, and I think even Shdos to Shimshin. By Shimshin, it says he saw an Isha of Nois Plishtim and he wanted her. This is not a this is not a shvach. It's not a shvach. It's like he was attracted to her. It's saying like he was attracted to her. And the Ramban compares it to Shimshin. So then this Vayirel Yehuda is going along with that's what, Yehuda, that's what Yehuda does. And the truth is in the Shimshin story, in the Shimshin story, which as I mentioned, there's all these parallels. It goes like this. There's the Timna thing. There's Vayirel Yehuda and as we know, Shimshin, Vayar Shom Isha Zoyna and Vayar Isha Betimnasam Ebenois Plishtim. And then Yehuda says, I'm going to send you a Gedi Izim. And Shimshin went back to his wife, who he, um, after they told her the riddle, so he left her and says, Vahi, in Parakhtas Vadan Shechtu, it says, Bimek Tzirchit, Vayifkod Shimshin, as Ishte Begedi Ha'izim. And his father, her father said, No, I gave her to you, to Meire Echo. Here we have Chira Meire Ehu of Yehuda also along with him. Um, and also there, the Plishtim said to the, so, so Shimshin got very upset, and the Plishtim said, who, who got Shimshin so upset? Oh, the father of the bride, because he, he gave her to someone else, so we're going to burn down your, fi- your house on top of you and your daughter, Be'ish. Like Yehuda said, it's obviously Sarif. So these are the, and they burnt it. They burnt her and her father, the Pazik says over there. They burnt her and her father, this woman who was, because she, because she was mad to Shimshu or whatever and he gave her away and they burnt her in her father's house and Yehuda says I do with himself. But and the whole story of Shimshin, every major event in Shimshin starts Vayar, Vayar Isha Nasa. And then he goes back to his wife and then he goes to Aza. Vayar Shom Isha So similarly Yehuda, the stories, the, the major things in the story, Vayarshav Yehuda Basish Kanani and Vayirel Yehuda. It's not, it's not a random thing coming out of the blue. It continues, it continues the Vayarshav Yehuda that the Pasha began with. Right? Okay, now let's understand this Pasuk. This is a critical Pasuk. So it's a Pasuk that says, Vayirel Yehuda Vayachshavel Lezayna, Kichisis Aponeha. So why did, he, why did he think she was a Zayna? So Rashi says, Rashi learns, he thought she was a Zayna because she was sitting on the Pasha's Drachim. That's because Rashi says Pasach Enayim means Pasha's Drachim, which is a different Pshad language. is an explanation. Why, how could he think she was a Zayna? Didn't he recognize her? No, her face was covered. Okay? So that means she covered her face for whatever reason we don't know. Whatever the reason is. According to this. Right? That was the reason why he didn't recognize her. Right, that. fine. Maybe that's why she so covered her face. Fine. intention was... Right. Fine. That could be. That could be. That, would be a that could also be, right? That could be too. But the Pasuk is just saying, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Now, if Pesach means the doorway to a city, okay, then that's not a reason that she thinks she's a Zaynum because she's sitting by the shah of the city. So then you have to say, like the Ramban says, and the Ramban and Ramban brings this from Shmuel Chafni, Chafni Goyen, he says... At the Pasuk reads, he thought she was Zayna Kiches Sapaneha. And that the Derech of Zaynas was to, to cover their faces so they shouldn't be recognized in Ramban says, for whatever reason. Okay? That was a way of Zaynas. 
So then the Pasuk is saying like this, Yehuda saw her, then the Pasuk reads Kipshuta, Yehuda saw her and thought she was a Zaina because she had covered her face. Now, let's go back to the question then, what was her intention when she covered her face? Now I say, if her intention when she covered her face was to, to look like a Zaina, then this Pasuk is very strange. Because the Pasuk is saying, Yehuda thought she, he saw her, he thought she was a Zaina because she covered her face. Yeah, she dressed up as a Zaina, now, we might not have known that she was dressing up as a designer, but it's still not the right place in the narrative to put this, right? You should have said it before. She covered her face like a designer. It doesn't make sense. She covered her face to dress up as a designer, let's say, and Yehuda saw her and, and, and he fell for it. Why are you saying over here, Yehuda saw her? This is what's going on over here. What's going on? This is what's going on over here. She, her, her intention was not to dress up like a Zaina. She covered herself with a Tsa'if for the same reason that the other person in the Torah covers herself with a Tsa'if, which is Rivka, which is because she was being Tsunua from her father-in-law, even though it seems from the simple reading of that Pesukim that she was covering her face when she found out that it was Yitzchak, right? Because he said, Hu Adaini, and she covered her face. But without going into this Barichas, it was an amazing share then. Adaini in the whole parsha of, of Perak of Dalet is Avram. Right? He keeps on calling him Adoni. Adoni is the master of Eliezer. There's only one Adoni in the parish, I mean, Yitzhak, which is that who Adoni at the end. And without going into it, Rivka thought that Adoni, Rivka thought that Adoni means Avram. And that's why she's covering her face, because it's not her future husband, it's a father in law. It's a future father. Okay? And why that's significant for that parasha, you have to take it on faith, because not having this year. But the fact is, borrowly, that Rivka covered her face to be Tsunua from her father-in-law. And similarly, Tamar is covering her face to be Tsunua from her father-in-law, who she's about to meet. So, so Tamar is doing a very simple thing. Tamar is just doing one thing. She says, Yehuda's on his way to be Geizah's design, and he's leaving me be big Amonis. Not fair. I'm taking off my big day harmonis and I'm going to meet my father-in-law, showing him that I'm not wearing widowed clothing. Since I'm going to meet my father-in-law, I'm going to cover my face. That's the whole thing that Tamar did. And that, that was her plan. And that's a very good plan. She was going to, to, to protest, to say, here, you're going to be so I want you to know I'm no longer bringing the big day harmonis. I'll go out in public, in Pesach Ha'ir, without my widowed clothing, and you're gonna see me. If you didn't plan anything that would happen afterwards, how did she participate, or how did she that's the, right now, that's, that's That becomes the question now, how to move on from here. Why, so then Yehuda saw her, and instead of think, realizing that it's his daughter-in-law who's covering her face because he sees a random woman on the, on the, on the street, and it doesn't occur to him that his daughter-in-law was planning to meet him, and that's why, what's a woman covering her face? Oh, she's a Zaina. Which is a very fair conclusion, and yeah. Now that that becomes the question becomes okay. He thought she was a zayna, and he said Havana of a liar. But why didn't and, she? Um, and from the story, which is the main part of the story, wasn't planned before. Correct. Okay, that's that's not true. I mean, this whole story is so wondrous. Wait, before I said what I said, the story was much more wondrous. Right, oh, I'm making it a less one. That, that makes sense from all from. The, that she was planning on on, the, get, on him. That's from crazy. The, 
why not? Because, because like I said, it's just very far-fetched that it should work. Okay, you're saying she was trying to play any card she had. Yeah. It's not, it's not clear why that's a normal card to play either, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird card to play. No, that's the notion that you get because she, I know. she, she realized that Shayla is going up and right. Yuda is not intending to give Shayla. So, so she, she, she goes and gets Yehuda to be Bayola? Why can't she like raise the question? Why can't she bring it up to Yehuda and say what's going because on? Because it won't help her. No, it would. That's what she did. That's exactly what she did. It won't help. How do you know it won't help? Why should it? Because you, she saw if Shayla was young, then you have a purpose to bring Okay, up. I hear. But she realized that you right. is not going to do anything. Okay, so she, and Yehuda's not a free, and Yehuda's not a reasonable guy. I mean, you could bring it up to Yehuda and you know talk to him about it. Like you would think, you would think this is not a normal story, right? This is not a normal. Story. I'm making it a little more normal all than it was. The, all, yeah, all the happening then. Right, normal. right. So I'm saying I'm, I got up to this part. It's very normal. She she wanted to go show Yehuda. Look, here you're on your way to Timnah, and you left me behind. Big day, I'm on us. No, I'm here too. I'm also, I'm also interested in getting on with my life. And she went out with normal clothing and says, here I am. And he's supposed to see her and say, hey, you know what? Tell me you're right. And that's how she wanted the story to end. Yeah, and, and that is a very, very different story. Right, right. Very but that makes sense, sense. right? But, now, but at least we made the story make sense till now. And now we have to figure out what happened when he said, what happened? That's a good question. She, at that point, probably knew that he didn't recognize her. You're assuming, right? Well, we don't even know that. Did she think that he did recognize her? Probably not. Well, we have to learn the next second. Meaning, when he said to her, did she realize that he doesn't realize who it is? We don't necessarily know. Until now, I was sure that... Right, because yeah. right, that was the whole point, right? That was the, right. Reason, but that was the reason why that she, she covered asked, her face, right? Why she asked for some kind of... Yeah, security. right. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's true, right? But I'm saying, yes. That, that seems, I seems, it seems to be great, but I have to now learn the next one. So far, I learned these pesukim. According to my understanding, up till now, it was like she was sure that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If Yuda would have realized that she is Tomor, that she is his daughter-in-law, yeah. he wouldn't. That's for sure. That the pasuk says That's for sure. The pasuk design says he wouldn't have said how about life, right? Because if 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 he, if he has any prior plans, a at any point yeah. to, to deal with Tomor, yeah. then you shouldn't have waited Correct. for them. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, I was just saying that she said we could, it, it's she, a fair she, question. She said this is home for for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The person didn't say exactly how, how many years it was. Yeah, right, 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 right. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's still a fair question whether she knew that he that he didn't know. Just, we don't know. We just don't know. You're pastors, you're right. She she thought that. He, she knew that he didn't know, and that's why she's doing that. But the question is, as you said before, how come she didn't tell him? Well, I'm Tamar. Well, why after he's, if her plan was that he should see that she's Tamar, that she's not wearing big day no, then why the can't she tell him? The, because she wanted to know whether, whether Yudo was afterwards gave her a shayla. That was her plan. What was not her plan? She came back and she pretended like nothing happened. and she wanted No, but when originally, I'm, say, I'm saying that she went out without big day Her plan was... To go out in public at a yomtiv, time of yomtiv, when Yudas on his way to party, and being misnachim, and say, here I am, and I'm not a widow confront, anymore. Confront, just confront him. Confront. Right, right. And he's supposed, to, he's supposed to be struck by the fact that here he is on his way to shear his sheep, and he left this young woman behind as an amana, and she's not masking anymore, and he's supposed to say, you know what, Tom, are you right? Come with me. We're going to work this out, come to the sheep shearing, join the party, you're no longer a widow. That's what he's supposed to that's what was supposed to happen, right? And now it becomes a fair question. I don't know the answer. After the next one, how come when Yehuda did not recognize her because he thought they're covering her face, she said, and how come 
when he said Havana Ve'elaich, how come she didn't say, wait, I'm Tamar? Sounds like it just. Um... I don't know the pshat, but I only learned these psukim tonight. Next next week I'll learn those psukim. I don't use the simple. I don't use the pashtas of the following psukim. I don't let that influence this pasuk because I believe in these psukim. What I'm saying is muhakamer based on a few things. Based on what I told you before that the kitzapaneh right. It says mashma that kitzapaneh okay, so changed for my, and for it's my notion during the years of this parshat is because Tomo realized that there is a big opportunity that probably won't be second time. For this Listen. Person. Yudu was in a very unstable situation. My, uh, my sense of this parasha till two hours ago was also like this. And this is the first time that I spent three, four hours learning these two psukim in my life. And this is how I'm coming at it. If I didn't think there was something new to do, I wouldn't have done it. I think this, to me, this is much, much more clear. Much more clear. Because there's something strange about the other way. And, and the rice. And the kiss upon And the tzoyf, this way, is exactly consistent with the tzoyf of... of um, of Rivka. Okay, and now what, whether you know there is a difference by um, by Tomar it says vatechas batzoif vatis alaf whatever vatis alaf means, and Yehuda noticed kikis paneha. Okay, it sounds like she may be covered not just paneha and whatever vatis alaf means. We'll have to get to that next week. Okay. All right. Now I just want to I want to essay a few a few more points, general points. Well, some of them relate to this what we discussed tonight, and some of them relate to the. We discussed in the last year. So she's in a place called Pesach Enaim. So we said before like this. We said that, I mentioned this before in the, the reviewing of the last year, that Yehuda's wife is Bashua. And in Yeshaya, where it talks about how you need a king to establish the Mishpat so that you can know who's truly the Nadiv and who's the Novel and who's really Kila, who's Kila, who's stingy, and who is Shoya. So the Pasuk in Yishai Lama Beis, where it talks about if you have the right Melech, then lo yikarei oid l'novel nadiv, ulechilai lo yeomer shoah. Shoah. So you, so you see that uh, shoah is like nadiv. Okay? It's another term for nadiv. So we spoke about this in other shurim that that means bas shoah is like bas nadiv. Shoah is someone that has a lot of resources. That is like exactly. Is that what, that's what it means in Man Hebrew? Shua, but someone who's very um, well off. English? Well it, off. Is, it is more than well off. It is someone that is resources. Mm. Well off, it is just financially. Mm-hmm. Shua, it is somebody that is power, like able to get, like able to do things. Yeah, it is like someone that is energy company, ah. factory. Uh-huh. He, is, he is resources. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. His control. Over very interesting. So Bas Shua is like Bas Nadiv. And um, like I was saying earlier, just like by David, it is a question of, is, is novel truly a novel? Like he thought he was going to be a nadiv, and then he was disappointed when he's not. So, um, so there's a question of, when someone's becoming the king, that's when you know who's really the, um, the nadiv. I always thought that a king in the structure of the tale is just someone who is a policy maker. Right. It doesn't have a judicial uh, authority. The judicial authority was kept for this another. Well, you find by David and Shlaim, Isa Mishpat. David Isa had a Mishpat stuck on the Yeah, sometimes the king was. Shlaim, they came to for Mishpat. David was also the, the head of the Sanhedrin, but. Fine, but you I see it's definitely associated with the king. They always was like that? Because. To look in Shmuel, Mishpat Hamelach, you have to look over there, what, what the king's. 
role is. I hear. It, it, I hear. Is not, it is not that clear what was there. Right, right, right. It, historically, the, the, David and Shlomo both were very involved in Mishpat. They were also the head of the Sanhedrin, right. but I don't know right. that role it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting, very interesting. When they asked for a king in Shmuel, it says, They wanted a king who's going to be Shafitim, but in. Yeah, the, the, main, the main requirement over there was a king that would manage mainly the security issues. Well, that's not what they said. They, they, I'm saying they said specifically they said, Mishpat too. Yeah, but they said uh, they made the entire thing from them. There was a couple of Sogim that they were that they were going about, you know, someone that... that yeah, to lead the wars. Yeah, that would be right. my case. I just want to see in, in, in the Mishpat HaMelech in... in... Um, in Devorim... What does it say about... What does it say about? Shintas Malacha Melech Kevachatas Malacha Melech doesn't say anything about Mishpat. Yeah, but there, there is... No, nothing about Mishpat. Yeah, right. there, but there, there is two, two mitzvahs which that they are specified for Melech. One of them that the Melech is to hold the Sefer. Right, Korobai. Right, doesn't say Mishpat, right. And it is to be available. Right. Okay, so Bas Shua, we said, is like Bas Nodiv. Right, if a Shua is, is a synonymous with Nodiv. And in Shia Shirim it says, Mayofu Amayich Ban Olim Bas Nodiv. And then a few psukim later it talks about Zais Komosi Chatom Solat Tomor and Amarti Eele Besomar. I wanted to go up in the Tomor, which by the way, the name of, you, of Yehuda's first wife, the Medjur Sefer Yosha says, the name of Yehuda's first wife was Ilicht, Ayin Lahamid Yudtaf. So Eele Besomar. So the question is, who's the queen? His first wife, he thought it's going to be Bashua, but really it turns out that it didn't quite work out. And, and, and the Shua, who's Chayra Nadiv, you need a king, till the king develops into a king, we could be confused, that's so I can make this point in Yishaya and the story of David, till the king is established, we don't know who's really the Nadiv and who's not. So you think that she's the Bas Nadiv, you think that Ella, but then he has to get Tamar. And by, as I said, it's also one of the last year that the whole Ashes Chayel, without going into the details, if I can tell you after, the whole Ashes Chayel goes through voracious in an amazing way. Like, Mi um, is obviously, Ladam Le Matzah is a connector. And Gumlasu Teva Leira is because she gave him from the Eitzah Das Teva Ra. Koli Mechayecha is Neged. Koli Mechayecha and Koli Mechayecha of the Nochash and Adam. Tasha Tzemar Pishtim is Kain and Hevel. Hoysi Keni Yaseicha is Noyach, the boats. Talking about Yilad of Tarif is the Tavayil of Hayyon of Ace Erev, it goes on the whole Bereshis. And Kamuvane Vayashua Malvayalva is that both Yaakov and Esav and Yitzchak agreed with Rivka's plan that she had, that, that he can't marry Anisha for the days Canaan. And the next Pasek, Rabbis Bonus Asachayil, Ba'at Olis Al Kulano, the Rabbis Bonus is. Um, Rachaleya Bilazopo, 
and that all this Alkona fits in right here in our story, which in the sequence, and this Medrash says that her name was Elis. And Sheker Achin Vehevala Yoif Ishiyos Hashem is Yosef, who's Chenin. And Yifemara, which is usually a feminine thing, and he says, So he's like the one who f- fixes the problem of, of the Isha, which runs through the whole Bereshis, there's this whole focus on the Isha. Okay, but that's, anyways, that's Ella Besamar. And there it talks about um, Bas Nodiv. So what's my point? Oh, my point tonight is just the next Sukkim, it says, a few Sukkim later, it says, so perhaps it's a remnant the Pesach Einayim is this Pitach Asmodar and Al Pesachinu all the Begadim and it's time for love if there's Begadim on the Pesach. Okay. Now, the other thing is like this. One more thing. So he said that Yehuda has to become the king, has to be worthy of the king and he becomes worthy of the kingdom because he, he does mishpat in this story. And in Mishlei, Mishlei, so these prokim in Mishlei, Chavav, Chavzayin, Chavches, and Chavtes, from, back from Yaakov and Esav and told this, it's been so clear over and over again, that these prokim in Mishlei are like a medrash, on, on also sequential, uh, on these parashas. And the place where we're up to, if you follow Mish- these Prakim and Mishnah on these parishes, so this we spoke about also in the last year, in Mishlei Perk of Tes Pasik Dalit, it says, as you put the stuff in Pasik Gimel, talks about the Ish Oyev Chachmo Yisamach Aviv Veroya Zoynes Yabed Hoin. So this is about um, Yehuda. And then the next Pasik says, Melech B'Mishpat Yamid Aretz. He has to have Mishpat. Okay, now I want to talk about the next Pasik and, um, and one other thing in, in Mishlei. The next Pasik in, in, in Mishlei says, which some explain means someone who a gever who's who who um what's machlik like say like halakot you know like um, yes, making yeah right like smooth talk right like say in English like smooth talk so reshes peres al pomov he's he's really setting a trap for his own feet so the gever Yehuda gavar ba'achiv and previously in Mishlei it said a past lechem yifsha gever which you connected to Yehuda, who's in Mabetza, and um, when they were eating lechem. Okay, so he's called the Gever, Yehuda Gover, Ba'ochev, the Pasuk says in, in, um, in the Devei Yomim. So, um, oh, Havei Givir Lachech, I don't know why I have to say Devei Yomim, Havei Givir Lachech, right? You don't have to do It doesn't say Havei Givir Lachech. No, that's by, that's by Yaakov. Havei Givir Lachech is to Yaakov. To Yaakov. Yitzhak said to Yaakov, Havei Givir Lachech, Bishtach Lulacho. Yeah. Right. Yehuda is only called Gever, that's in Devei Yom. Yehuda Gover Ba'ochev. Okay? Right. Right. Yehuda says, right. Okay? Fine. So here it says that a Gever Machalik Arayehu reshes Peres Al Pamov. So he was Machalik, you could say it's like this. He was Machalik Arayehu because he told Tamar Ad Kigdal Sheil and he didn't deliver. Reshes Peres Al Pamov, he's really setting a trap for himself because he ended up being entrapped by her, right? And here it says Al Pamov. That, that's the reference to Shirashim where it's a, where the Bas Nodiv it says Mayofu Pa'amayich Banam Bas Nodiv. And one more last thing, also from Mishlei. So we said like this, we said that that here the king has to become a king, and to become a king you have to um you have to do Mishpat. But there's another thing that, that is important for a king, which is not to get drunk. And that's in Mishlei Paraklam and Alf. In Mishlei Paraklamath you have Ashish Khail, but the first apes of Mishlei go like this. Musa to a king. 
don't give your strength to women. And Allah Malachim Shasayayin. Kings shouldn't drink and kings shouldn't give their strength to women. Pen, why? Because you're going to forget the law. And instead, Psach Picha Le'ilim El Din Kol Bnei Chaloif, Psach Picha Shvat Tzedek Bedin Ani Ve'evyayin. Okay? So the king, right, so the king can't do this. Now, the fact that a king shouldn't get drunk, that's my, that, that fits into this story because we said the two other places where there's a showdown between who's right to be a king and who's not. So Nava was shleis ashikar b'mishdayayin and he dies. And David, ah, David's tack of the king. And Amnon, he's drunk, and Avshalom takes the opportunity and assassinates him. So Yehuda, who here proved himself to do the mishpah properly, so I would suggest, okay, Yehuda went to shear his sheep, but he didn't get drunk. He, he's still acting like a king's folks to act. And he, that's why he proves himself worthy, worthy to be the king, and he talk, gets Tamar and parrots is born from him, and not from Shalok. It could have been Shalok, but no, it's Yehuda because he becomes a king. But on the other hand, there's another warning to the king, which is, Al titin So, that's the, that Yehuda was, was failed at, Pashtas. What does that mean for Yehuda's worthiness to be king? I don't know. The fact is that Dovin and Shleima had similar uh, weakness, so that maybe this is part of that, that this, this, this part of being a king was not so simple with, this, with Yehuda. Vayarsham and Vayirahel Yehuda, and like we have a Shimshin. But like that taco continues by Dovin and Shleima. But also, to one, one just a speculative, perhaps there's something significant over here that Altitin um, that, Chelecha, um, maybe the fact that she did it, so that's not, so it's called that she was initiating, like it says by Rus, and the Asia's Chayel, maybe, is that, is that when she, the fact that she made it happen is, um, is somehow like the, the answer to that. It's like he's not uh, initiating it. Who is the initiator? Right, so then, but, but when she's doing the chayel, you know, she's taking the power of the force, maybe, perhaps, just suggesting, so just pointing out the possibility of that pattern, but again, I, I don't know what it makes. Okay.